just getting obsessed about stuff, getting better at it. I love improving the process. And I love measuring against everybody on the team. It's so freaking fun. You know, I look, mm. I look at everybody, like there's that that group of maybe top, like I love I love riding with everybody, but I love looking at the top, you know, 10% of the people and just like trying to figure out ways to be a little bit better, you know, here and there. And um, I mean, I, I'm kind of in this right now with Corby, right? Where I had, a, there was like a couple of weeks where I really felt like I had Corby nailed on climbs. Um, and he must've just been like, on a rest week or something. I don't know what it was. Cause then last week he just dialed it up or two weeks ago, excuse me, he just dialed it up and just like was putting a minute into me on the Alp. And, you know, I, anyway, like I, I love that, right? Like I love watching people improve. I'm always so psyched for them. And then that gets me excited to, to be a little bit better as well. Cool. All right. What up? Episode 102, the episode you've all been waiting for Jack Bourne. Ladies and gentlemen, we're grateful for Jack. Justin Spangler joins me on this podcast as co-host. Thanks for tuning in. This is a great episode. If you don't know Jack, you're going to learn that he actually has not been cycling for that long. I was very surprised uh, how new he is to the sport. What an incredible rider, racer, and teammate for somebody who is just, uh, in my opinion, just starting. So 2000, 2001 is when he really launched riding. And uh, man, what a time he's had. It's really fun to hear uh, how he gets into the sport, how he uh, has progressed in the sport, and what he's learned so far from coaches and obviously from his own experience. He's found some great success in racing and uh, just really fun to have Jack as a teammate and grateful for uh, the time he spent here. So thanks for tuning in. Grateful for Jack, the time he spent here with us. Uh, we've got Kit Pickup coming up March 5th. Please be there if you're listening to this podcast and it hasn't happened yet. Uh, I would implore you with all the tenderness of my heart to either be there or send someone in your place to get your gear. As much as I love all of you, uh, it's a real pain to have to ship or individually organize ways to drop off your kits. Uh, So that's the night that we're setting aside to get you all of your gear So please make arrangements to have a friend pick up or you be there. We're going to have a lot of fun uh, 40th anniversary sweatshirts and socks, some fun neon socks that match the new kits. Uh, So looking forward to that. Big team camp announcement down in St. George, April 11th through 13th on the Mijuele website. You'll see all the information about dates, routes, dinners, kits, uh, anything that you want to know about what's happening at camp is being posted to the website. There's also a, a specific group me that Jake is creating for all the announcements for team camp. So team fees pay for you to be there because we think it is such a huge part of being part of this squad. So uh, hopefully you can all make it. We'd love to be together. It's one of the highlights of the year. So looking forward to it. All right, that's it. Uh, big shout out to everybody who's listening. Thank you for uh, your support grateful to have this podcast it's a lot of fun to meet team members and hear their story even though it's just a, a small bit uh really fun to get to know each of you and, and be a part of of your lives so thanks so much for the team and uh enjoy this podcast with jack Bourne. all right okay let's let's officially begin justin spangler greetings as co-host hello sue good to be here always a pleasure <laughs> uh is this your third appearance on a podcast third you know yeah third. we're doing the hat trick you guys that uh post lotija recap it's a hot it's a hot episode it's got a lot of listens 
Yeah, a lot of people wanted to know that. Yeah, there's a lot of Spangler in it, right? And everybody like... <laughs> wants more Spangler. That's not true. That's it's not true. true. That's what the Hopefully notes say. Hopefully, we're getting hype for this year's loaded jack. That's what we want. Oh my god! So you guys are in. You guys doing it? Oh, for sure. Oh. We have to do it. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. What's I didn't the know. point of biking? You know, what's great. the point of your season if you don't do loaded jack? <laughs> I like that. That was fun. All summer, uh, if, if you don't do it. If you didn't know Jackson Maui, that's very fun. Um, what is your family doing right now, Jack? They are. I could see them earlier. They're down at one of the it's, pools. Okay. Kids are it's, going hog wild. It's noon, right? It's uh, yeah, one a little bit after one. One. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. It's uh, my. I used to have a friend that used to always get mad at my social media posts. He he claimed every single one of my posts was a front door brag, whatever that is, front door brag. This is Jack. Jack, you are. This is as good as it gets. He's broadcasting his podcast from Maui. Come on. This is my only front door Brad ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I love it. It's so good. So Justin, it's actually a screen, you know, it's a, the background. Yeah, right. Uh, Justin, how's your day been? What have you been doing? Oh, it's good. Just working. It's been back to backs all day, sadly. So just been lost in the, the Zoomiverse. Well, we lost then, you for a couple of weeks there. You were traveling. Yeah, for a minute. My January was pretty crazy. So yeah. I had four trips in four weeks. Some of them were literally flights in to Utah, then out of Utah, same day, a couple of hours on the ground. It was, it was gnarly. I think I slept in my bed nine days in the month of January. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. It was awful. So. I've never seen oh. you travel like that, dude. That's wild. No, it was, it was probably the worst traveling month I've ever had. So I got a few more meeting uh, uh, trips coming up, but nice. That was the worst of it. Very good, Jack. Some you... of us were really hoping that that would have affected your fitness. Yeah, a I know. Bit right? more. <laughs> it made <Yeah>. him better. <laughs> my, thought, my thoughts exactly. Awful. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> I, I bring those little pedals everywhere I go. <laughs> Find go. a bike, throw them on it. That's so funny. Uh, Jack, we do need to talk about tour of Dwelle. Tour of the, tell us how it came. I mean, it, I was, okay, I'm, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't surprised, but what I was was Jack was like, hey, what do you think if I did this? And I was like, that sounds great. And then it was like better than the tour of Zwift. Like, uh, was that months of planning or you just like throw that together? Can you talk about that experience? Go ahead. I, so early in the season, Lang reached out to Justin and I and said, Hey, would you be one of the people that, you know, does, does a week here and there? And, and, you know, we signed up and when my week was getting closer and closer. Um, no, I picked, I had the week right before Christmas, Christmas, Christmas and whatnot. And, uh, um, I don't know. It was like Thursday or Friday the week before and I was a little bored and, and, uh, Justin and and uh, Jason and I had been chatting a little bit about it for weeks. You know, like should we do something? What if, you know, trying to get ideas of what profiles would look like. And uh, um, frankly, like we've been thinking about a broader, you know, stage race kind of thing for a while, but had kicked around ideas and not done anything. And then Thursday, I'm like, shoot, I'm you know got to host rides next week, so I should probably lock this down. And people were just like super excited about it. It's fun, you know. Like I pinged Corby and Eric, and I, I called my rep at Pedal Mafia, and like all these guys started chipping in sponsorships for it. And, uh, and then like Lang pinged a bunch of guys from other teams. And, and uh, I don't know, we ended up having like 
75 or 80 participants throughout the whole thing. Right. Oh, cool. Um, like 20 or 20 or 25 people finished it. And so like, I'd like to say it was this big, you know, well-planned clear for anybody that joined, it clearly was not well-planned, right? Like, it was mayhem, absolute mm. mayhem. But, uh, it's just fun to see everybody like turn out that way, you know, like a lot of really strong riders, a lot of people I had never met before. Right. You know, yeah. that now we ride with on a pretty regular basis. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's been really fun. So it's a rambling way of me saying, and you'll, you'll get that. Like I ramble a lot. Right. So, so just prepare yourself. But, uh, but no, it's, it's a rambling way of me saying like a lot of thought went into it and very little organization. Hmm. I would not, I would not have guessed it was very well done. It was a lot better than Saturday's uh, mayhem. <laughs> let's humble. let's start it. Let's start a time trial with a 13 minute cool down at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a way around that though. Oh you just God. click a, and then you're not moving, right? You're oh disconnected and you just do an interval while you're, you know, you're still, your garment's still. We should have just right? quit so. the event instantly. Everybody should just quit the event. We could have just started right. <laughs> it wouldn't, it was so dumb. Those bikes, the drafting, that was just a nightmare. Okay, what was up with the drafting? Because yeah. I'd be in the middle of the pack getting flushed out the back at four and a half watts while some dude's noodling at 1.7, like passing me to the front. I couldn't I figure know. it out. It was so, it was so, I told Kristen, if we would have been on Tron bikes with power ups and coffee breaks, we would have done like a three thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, easy. I don't need this like double draft TT bike. That was a nightmare. That was so bad. Was weird. It was. <laughs> and I showed up with like climbing wheels. Like they switched my bike, but then I was like, that was. Anyway, my apologies oh. to the team. We learned a lot. It was a great learning experience. We hope you're happy, Stu. I was. <laughs> It led to some good laughs. I was laughing. Did it? I did not laugh for the first hour. I was not laughing. (laughs) Good laughs now. So when Jack first, when he wrote that he was being verbally abused, I was like, oh, I am being a dick. I'm like, I got to tone this down. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jack. I need that. I need that every once in a while. But we need to go back. I I just like an excuse to complain too. So that's always great. We need to go back though, back to the tour to. Yes. Oh, go. Yes. Thing. Jack, that was like the most amazing thing. Like that it was really so was. much fun. I would have to say that that was one of the most fun weeks of riding yes. of my life. Like it's like team camp up there, but that was seriously like that type of level. It was so fun. Jack, you killed it. It was your brainchild. You gave me and Lang a shout out, which probably was not deserved for me. You <laughs> didn't put so much work into that thing. And it was really so much fun and amazing. Like, so many people had a good time. So it was painful is what it was like a lot of really <laughs> strong people and brutal day after day. I ate like 5,000 calories a day for five <laughs> days straight. It was awesome. Oh man. That is so good. Hey, I don't know how you guys, do you guys know each other outside of this? Can you tell that Justin or Jack? How do you guys know each other? From this. This from is it. Midrally. Yeah. This that's is how it. we met. Cool. Uh, we'll see that. I think Cook kind of facilitated. We went on some rides and yeah, yeah. Just from the team is how we both met and became. Me too. Yeah, Jack, I remember the first ride. There were a couple rides you were just uh, with us in immigration and um, Jack and Jason, I think, invited you or we saw you uh, randomly. um, And uh, I don't know, according to your bio that we'll read here in a second, you were brand, you were like really new. Uh, at writing in general. So 
Yeah, I, uh, um, yeah, I, I really started writing. I like really started writing in 2021, probably. Um, I, I mean, my wife, will, my wife had an intro that she sent over. She'll talk a little bit about this, but yeah, I got a bike and was kind of just doing other stuff for a while, like running and lifting and I don't know. Um, and yeah, I was one of those like COVID bike babies, right? Like it seemed interesting. And a couple of my close buddies, you know, were, were pretty big into it. I, I started writing. So, so the guys I, I really started riding with in 21 were Alex Harris and Craig Jepson. And Alex mm-hmm. is kind of, the, both of them have kind of been on the team, but they've moved away too. Yeah. Um, and when they both moved, I was just, you know, riding by myself a lot and thought like, oh, it'd be nice to get to know a group and, uh, you know, get some group riding experience and whatnot. And, and yeah, Jason Cook actually invited me to a couple of rides. And, um, and then I really got into it, like the team, I'd say probably last year. Um, I did like one ride, a, a couple of rides a season with the team in 21 and 22. Um, and I didn't really train with the team at all in 22. And at the end of that season after Lodija, like I, I remember walking past Jason Lang in the parking lot at the Marriott in, um, you know, in Logan and like looking at him and thinking, I think that guy's on me Duele, but I don't know who he is. <laughs> right? And he reached out to me afterwards. And uh, like, that's really how I'd say I started getting into the team um, is like chatting with Lang a ton, sharing ideas back and forth about, you know, training bikes, you know, et cetera. Um, and then I'd say Lang was more of the bridge to me getting no Spangler. Um, like, I, cause I, like I had known you a little bit, Justin here and there, but, um, but yeah, Lang kind of stitched, has stitched a lot of us together in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, yeah, I'd say like, we really only started like hanging out, riding, et cetera, kind of mid 2023 or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, obsession but, attracts, right? But 2022, so. you race cat five, right? Lotija and took the, and took the victory. Yeah. 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 2022 yeah. was really a transformation year for me. I went yeah. from, we, we had a, my, my wife had a kid in March, 2022. And, uh, and I just like, I leaned into the, like, let's gain weight together thing. Right. <laughs> and I, I'm so competitive that I'm like, Hey, you want to gain some weight with this kid? Well, I'm going to triple that. And I came to that season, like a freaking wall. You're doing, man, you're doing two like, taquitos. I'm doing six taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> that is so hey, I'll tell you what, like some of the happiest food memories of my life were That's 2021, 2022. So I yeah. paid for it dearly. But no, I came into that and I was a freaking walrus, like long beard, you know, just like fat all over. It was, it was terrible. I have these before and after picks from that season that are just like, like I, I have to keep them so I can remember what, like what I can become if not checked. Right. Oh my but God. I can't show them to anybody ever. It's terrible. Um, but no, it kicked me in gear. And, uh, and 2022, I just like, I started doing trainer road. I like immediately cut, like, I don't even know how to describe this. Like I just cut out a thousand to 1500 calories a day out of everything. Yeah. Um, I didn't optimize at all. I just said like, Hey, I'm cutting, like I'm going to lose a ton of weight. And I went from two, I think I peaked at like two eleven, wow. down to one sixty five for Lota John. So it was like March to whatever that was September. Um, and, and that was a big transformation year for me. I like, I wrote a ton with Craig, um, that year I wrote a little bit with Alex and a ton with Craig, um, and like one team ride and, and the rest of it, I was just like, so obsessed with like, I gotta, you know, I gotta lose weight, gotta get my structured training in. And 
like if team rides don't line up for that, like I, I can't do them. And so, you know, that was my 2022 and it was a good year. It's transformational. Right. But a uh, lot of solo riding too, which is yeah. good and bad. You know? I remember you were like the king of immigration. Like you had yeah. so many laps up and down that thing doing it structured trading. Yeah. You it was like three a day, back to back days. Yeah, I, I swear you're like it's so good. Immigration Canyon in like 90 days was like at like 150 or something ridiculous like that. No, like, no, no, no. If if, 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 if Emmy is ever above 80, it's absurd. If, if Emmy 90 days is ever above 80, it's absurd. And the three guys, you got me on this, so we got to talk about it because it's an obsession. But I wrote Immigration about 150 times last year. Okay, and and it was Your me. local legend status. Through the I'm going to look. I'm going to look at my. No, 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 no. No, no. Oh, what? Have you guys, what is that? Who's what, thumbing down? What is that? I, I don't know. I, hey, hey, I just like, I use my hands a lot, right? And I like that. This new feature. Oh. Uh, so, you got a thumbs up. 80, I don't know. 81 times, 80 or 81 times up, Emmy is insane, right? Like, that's that you should be local legend at that. Um, and it's almost never above that. But the three guys that were really doing it last year were me, Derek Simpson, who he's he rides for LHM a fair amount. And then this guy, Eric something, I don't actually know him, but um, I was ahead for a while. And then Derek did like, I, you guys might've seen it. What is going on? That's... I like it. Hey, uh, I'm not doing I... it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Spangler, if that's you, I don't know. Man. Huh? Nope. AI. Anyways, Derek did 10 Emmys in a day, like no. back to back to back to back. It might've been 11. It was absurd. Right, it's what? like a hundred something miles. It's it's insane. How long did uh, that take? So he had to take. Oh, I have to look it up. It took a while, but he's fast too. I, that's the other crazy thing about Derek is like each one of those is sub thirty. Like the dude is just freaking cooking all day. He's oh super fast. Goodness. Um. Anyway, so I'd like to say yes, I am local legend of Emmy, but I'm I'm generally not because you've got those two that are pretty insane about it as well. I You're right. Random though. like slow dude that just cook you know pranks out two or three a day too there's always there's always one of those oh that's in competition i'm going to look right now but i remember that year jack you were going up and down emmy every ride every day multiple times just crushing it with your structured training so she she's like a she's an old friend at this point you know yeah she's been nice to you <laughs> she's been nice to me that's fun. I have yet to hit a deer or a turkey on immigration. Oh, She's it's protected me. Yeah, so one day. <laughs> uh, your wife did write a very nice bio. I'll break it up into three paragraphs. This will kind of spur on our conversation. She says, if you know Jack, you know that anything he's willing to invest time in is something he really cares about. Tour of Dwelly. Very good. Jack has an unwavering ability to set goals for himself and completely focus in and dedicate himself to achieving them, gaining weight with his wife. This stands true in his personal life as a husband and father of our two children, his professional life where he has to be one of the youngest people to be made partner at a reputable, I like that she added this, a reputable, legitimate venture capital fund. You sure about that? Hey, hey you got to throw that in there. You at a dis, as a disreputable, illegitimate venture capital fund, certainly in our region, and his uh, young and his cycling career were five years into owning his first bike, Finnish Loja, as the 24th fastest rider ever. That list is pretty cool last year to look at those, that race you guys put together last year. Very fun. Uh, that would sounds you, cooler when you realize, before you realize that like 
11 of us finished together and <laughs> no. I was 10th of 11. <laughs> Do you agree with her? Do you feel your, your personality is this way? Yeah. Yeah. I get obsessed about things. Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's good and bad, right? Like it's, um, but yeah, yeah, I definitely get obsessive over things. Um, I, I I'm a big believer that like we all have time for maybe two or three things to really dedicate our lives to, you know, like on a regular basis, spend a lot of time on, um, and like even that third thing, you kind of start to, you know, the third thing you kind of start to loathe a little bit, you know. Uh, anyway, so like got time for my family, got time for, you know, work or by one of the two, you know, <laughs> got, got time for work, my career. And then I've got time for like probably half another thing. Right. And um, anytime I add on something else, like that doesn't really work for me. Um, so cycling, I can spend, you know, 10, 15 hours a week on. That's great. I'm never going to be the guy that's also like strength training or also like, you know, way into mm -hmm. fishing or also into hiking or into, you know, I'm never really? going to be an Ironman dude. Cause it's just yeah. like not, you know, there's just too much stuff to manage. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like three things great for me and uh, it's easy to set goals around those and work towards them. So nice. one thing I just have to add, you know, Jack and piggybacking on your wife's comment. <clears throat> I don't know anyone that, focuses and is more dedicated to you when it comes to structured training or dieting we've mm. talked about that a little bit but like me laying on the other side of chat that. that we're on and i will just get so many tidbits out of that on how dedicated and devoted it's really inspiring on like how much you devote to things that you really love those two and three things like it's just so cool and inspiring and you know i love following along and looking at it and getting tidbits from it is that from it's your parents, Jack? Or like, where'd you that. get that from? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I was, I'm not, I'm not really, I was not really that way growing up. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my, my parents, my mom's very organized. She, mm -hmm. she loves her lists. She loves her plans. She loves her <laughs> schedules. She, uh, she's all about it, right? Like she's got every minute of every day planned to a T. Um, and it's, it's just amazing what she's able to do. Like, uh, well, I'll talk to, you know, I'll call up my mom on a Thursday, right? And she'll talk about the, you know, four social functions that she's done that week already. And if I have like one social function in a month or so, or, you know, two week time frame, maybe like that's enough. I'm already starting to get overwhelmed, you know, but my mom just packs it in. And she's, she's like really structured. And my dad on the other side of that, like he's pretty, he's pretty disorganized, um, but really gets into his passions. Um, like he loves, my dad loves flying. He loves hunting and he loves fishing. Hmm. Um, and anything that's like adjacent to those things, he's like way into and, and he'll spend time on. Um, but he's not like, a, like if my dad says he's going out, you know, on a, you know, he's going to be gone for, he's going to pick something up, right? And it's going to take him 30 minutes. He'll be back in three and a half hours, right? He will have stopped five times, talked to five different people, you know, like he's it's, it's, it's so disorganized, about, but he's, he's very like uh -huh. driven around his passions just that's on his fun. own timeline, right? I like that. So, maybe it's a combo. I don't know. Yeah, That's fun. All right. I'm going to read the second paragraph. You ready? I'm proud to say I got Jack into his cardio fitness era. Justin had eras. This is great. Jack born yeah. eras. When we first met in 2014, I convinced him to start running with me in the mornings as it was something we could do together before work. 
Much to his chagrin, I even convinced him to run a couple half marathons. Wasatch steeplechase. But in 2018, we decided to try out cycling together. We bought matching Pinarellos, nice, and spent the summer as two of the slowest people on the mountain. That's okay. Come on. That's okay. That position would clearly not, was not cut it for Jack and his interest in cycling quickly spiraled. Is that, I want to spiraled up or spiraled down. It's a good question. Depends <laughs> on who you ask. Spiraled. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fast forward to 2024. Wait, we got to talk about cardio fitness era. Uh, you really were into running? Was that serious? Did some races? I, I, I think, I think I like biking as much as I do. Cause it's not just like prior, prior to like really getting into biking. Um, I, the whole purpose of exercise for me was so that I could eat whatever I wanted. Like <laughs> I just, I love food. I'm a big fan of carbs. You know, I love fatty foods and I just, I, you know, I don't want to be a porpoise. So, um, it's, you know, it's the whole purpose, right? And uh, I kind of went through iterations, you know, everybody lifts when they're younger. Right. And it kind of coincided with, with high school sports and stuff. Um, and then when we got married, I figured the the battle was won, right. I didn't need to be jacked anymore. I didn't need to maintain a certain level of, you know, plates on my bench press. And I just like threw in the towel. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm kind of done with, with lifting. I got other things to do. And, uh, in chatting, you know, about what I'm going to do for exercise so I can continue to eat and, you know, not be, a behemoth um yeah actually got me into into running and uh i'd say it like never the key differentiator between running and cycling for me is running was never about like going out and getting faster and improving and like you know it was never a, there was never the, the science side of of running to me like or the training side of it it was literally just i want to eat today so I got to go on a like five, six mile run, you know, like that is the whole reason. <laughs> I hate running. And if I never run another day in my life, I will be a happy man. I hate it. That was fun. Very good. Great. All right. Fast forward to 2024. Our kitchen is now a science lab for its various nutritional supplements and concoctions of mixes on a nightly basis. I freaking love that. Our garage houses so many bikes, I'm fairly certain he'll be parking on the street this summer to make room for more. And I've recently learned that we'll be spending our retirement driving a sag wagon around France for our competitive cyclist children. <laughs> it's a dream. This, this is, is great, this is great writing. I told Jack it was great writing. Uh, in all honesty, cycling has brought a lot of joy to our family, and I love that he loves it as much as he does. Ooh, I wish your wife was here. I want some commentary on this. That's good, though. Very good. Anything to add? Justin, any questions? No, I thought it was good. You know, I want to try some of these concoctions yeah. that you're making. In your what are you concocting? Life. What is she watching you do? She makes me sound so much weirder than I am. No, <laughs> man, look, look. Here's, here's the deal. I can, either, I can either go to Morton or I can go to you know, that first endurance or I can go to, you know, never second and spend a ton of money on their like optimized ratio of, you know, carbs or whatever. Right. Uh -huh. Or I can just buy bulk maltodextrin and I can buy bulk fructose and I got to scale a little, little digital scale and I can just like do it on my own. Right. You know, my optimal ratio, I can play around with them, you know? And, and so I do that. And uh, that, every night I'm like weighing out my drinks for the next morning. Oh and my gosh. I, I get some so... crap for it. That is, it's so fun though. Like I would never even think of it. I would oh, rather fun. just drink a Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, but, 
our little group chat went down a rabbit hole on this topic like a week ago and everything was going over my head. So, but I love it. All right, Jack, rapid fire questions so people can get to know you. Um, let's say what, what gravel, what road bike are you riding? What are you riding right now? I'm on a uh, SL8 right now road bike. Although I have a melee coming. It's uh, mm-hmm. actually just got a phone call an hour ago. It's it's ready for me. So that's a disaster. So I'm here. But anyway, so I have melee coming. And then um, a, I'm on a diverge for a gravel bike. And I have a mog coming. Same mm-hmm. thing. So. Very good. Yeah. Uh, favorite local ride? I kind of feel obligated to say immigration. Um, <laughs> She's treated you, you so do, well. Yeah, just treat me so well. Yeah, why? Why do anything else? You could say PC Loop, aren't you the the KOM oh, yeah. owner over? No, Todd, freaking Todd took oh, that from Todd me last year. There was a headwind when I did it. To be clear, yeah, there was a headwind. Whatever, you know. What, what's the segment are we talking about? What is the the full three hour segment? Yes, yeah, full so, three hour clockwise. Okay. Clockwise, wise, and the key differentiator is. It's the right loop. And there are two right there, there are two things that make the right loop. First thing, Pape is wrong. The right way is not Pape is up, wrong. big cottonwood. Pape, 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 Pape is wrong, is wrong. about a lot of stuff. Pape, you listening? You're wrong about a lot of stuff. It has to be said, like know. the right way is not up big. It's up the other way. <laughs> and second, the right way is not up lower Marsac. It's up Main Street of Park City. Oh. And then you cut over. Right? Cut over where? Key, those are the key differentiators. Cut over where? It's like right below. Right before the uh, like right before the bridge, right before um, Happy I know Sumo, it. If you remember that is right yeah. after, right before Flying Sumo, right there. Okay, I see. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, Make sure. So it is. A, it is a segment. I actually I made the segment right. So I know it. A little bit. That's biased. the way I write it. Um, perfect. Perfect. Okay, that's, but are we totally uh, all the way from Parley's, or is this immigration? Mouth to mouth. You start at the mouth of immigration, and you end at the mouth of Big Cockway. Okay, so it's and it's. It starts the same place that the Emmy segment starts, and it ends at the first entrance, of, or sorry, the the highest entrance of the parking lot of Big Cottonwood. And the segment's you know called Mouth about. to Mouth. No, it should be. That'd be that'd be great. That's it's a P- <laughs> PC loop something. But mouth to Mouth's good. Maybe I'll rename it. <laughs> oh, Todd, very good. Okay, that's cool. Uh, favorite place to travel? We'll just say Maui. Uh, most memorable bike experience thus far yeah you sent this one over beforehand and I, I thought about it um it's actually a ways back um i uh when i was probably 16 maybe 15 or 16 something like that um my dad had recently gotten me a new bike i was i, I played lacrosse growing up i didn't really you know bike or anything like that i certainly didn't didn't road bike and um anyway he got me a bike and my friends and i were kind of like like biking around in packs and whatnot and uh, we, he had gotten a new one at the same time as well. And we flew up to, um, my dad's a big backcountry pilot. Like it's one of his passions is like flying into the, you know, into the wilderness and whatnot. Um, and we spent a lot of time in like the Stanley, Idaho area. Oh, there you go again. Anyway, uh, a lot of time in the Stanley, Idaho area, which is just north of Sun Valley. And there's this little green, uh, like green grass um, landing strip called Smiley Creek. And there's like a little diner there. If you've ever gone to Redfish Lake or something, you drive past it. It's a really cool little spot. Anyway, we flew in there with our bikes. We got out of Smiley Creek and then we rode Galena Pass, mm. um, which is the mountain pass between um, 
Sun Valley and, and Stanley. We rode on the north side and uh, super slow. Like I, I was, I wasn't in cycling shape. We like stopped once going up. And it, the profile of Galena is kind of similar to City Creek, right? It's relatively steep and it's like five miles or so. Um, and so we stopped once on the way up and got to the top and then turned around, and came back down and, uh, and had waffles, um, at the diner and like watched planes, you know, land and take off and whatnot. And, uh, and that was a really, like, I think about that a lot, um, now oh. just one, just the time my dad spent, you know, doing that with me. And, uh, um, it was a big accomplishment for me at the time too, you know, it's, it's, it's not anymore, right. It's not, a, it's, it's, it's an easy, easy Monday ride these days, but really big accomplishment for me is a really fun thing to do with him um and we're up there all the time now and i, I think about it every time i ride that route nice. it's uh it stuck with me cool i love that story great story man that's fun just justin do you have one of those do you have like a favorite memory when you yeah. think back you know nothing nostalgic hmm. like that from childhood or anything but you know all of them would have happened in the Midwelly area of cycling you know when we did Zions last year, that mm. was so fun at team camp uh, with all the guys. Co-lob. Yeah. First time ever riding on uh, carbon wheels was really cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything too memorable. First team ride was really, really cool. I remember doing that and we had like, I, I, it was a big group. It was probably 40 or 50 people up immigration. It was like my first time people were like, calling things out on the road i had no yeah. idea what i was doing and was just like like i gotta keep mind. both hands on the bars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just nothing like that but uh it's a cool story jack cool like jack that. very good uh perfect day jack what's perfect day for you a perfect day for cycling related or just in mm, general that's a good question what do you think justin i think open it up yeah, yeah. i bet way. cycling's probably in it yeah. So maybe we'll take like a Saturday for me. A perfect Saturday for me is okay. I'm home by before nine. Um, there's like a great ride and I'm home before nine, hopefully even home before eight. Having uh, beaten Todd Rakers, KOM, PC loop. Freaking Todd. Freaking <laughs> Todd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that June, whenever, whenever that thing opens day one is over. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. That's okay. my whole off season. I'm sorry. It's to over. I'm sorry. But I'm just saying okay. it'll be sub three hours. It's going to hurt. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, but no, actually PC loops perfect for this because I can get out and, and I literally, I'd be on the bike at like four or four 30 and I can be home before eight. And that is just like, you know, kids are getting up and I can make pancakes for the kids and then we can go to the zoo and we can like, you know, we can do whatever. Right. And, uh, and that's a, that's a really great Saturday for me. Fun. Very Love good. That. Uh, what about people that don't know you, uh, childhood, family histories or um, story there growing up where you grew up and what your family's like? Yeah. I was, I was born in Chicago. Um, we lived there till I was about eight and then we moved over to, to Boise. My, my parents are from Boise originally. Um, and yeah, moved back and uh, we lived in the East bench. Uh, so if you're, if you've been to Boise and you're like looking up at the foothills, there's the cross on the hill on table rock. And we were like up in those foothills. So I went to Roosevelt and North junior high and Boise high school. Um, and you know, I'd say like, I have two older sisters and I'm three years younger than the next one. So we were close when we were young, but then as you get a little bit older, right? Like three years is a big gap. 
we weren't really in school at the same time. Um, and they left the house and I was kind of by myself for three years in there too. So I was, I, you know, had a lot of time by myself with my parents, which is good and bad. It was, you know, good because I had a lot of their oversight and, you know, influence and bad because I don't, I don't respond well to, you know, oversight and influence. <laughs> so I, I had, a, had a couple of rough years with my mom in there and it's a wonder she still loves me. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, I played lacrosse growing up there. We had rules in the house around like, you know, structure and what like, it wasn't I'm portraying this as like this, you know, gnarly hustle, but no, was, we just had some structures and guidelines and like you had to play sport. Um, actually we were until junior or high school, you had to play kind of sports year round. Um, we had to play instruments. So we were in eighth grade, uh, you know, we had to go to what church. Instrument? Yeah. We what do you to, play? What instrument? I, I've played various. I, the more recent I was trained in is the alto saxophone. How about Ooh. that? My grandpa plays that. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> That's cool. For a show, a private show. I, I carry it around with me. I'll whip it out, you know, at the end of this for five or 10 minutes. Dude, bring it to camp. No. <laughs> Performance at one of the dinner nights. Yes. I, I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll channel my my inner Kenny G. It'll get a get all romantic. You guys will be happy. Bring your wives, you know. Guys, this time. is a great idea. This is where camp's going a little talent show. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. That's cool. But yeah, Good I have, mom. You know, played lacrosse growing up. Um, and yeah, yeah. Came down down to the University of Utah for school, and that was to the end of my childhood. I grew up fast. <laughs> jack's 21 everybody <laughs> okay what about uh your work could you explain what you do yeah i'm uh i work in venture capital i'm a partner at epic ventures which uh we we're the we're the um private equity and venture capital arm for zines bank we manage money for outside outside pension funds as well um but for those of you that don't know um, venture capital is exactly that it's it's capital it's investment in like very early ventures so primarily what i do is i look for small high potential but small businesses um get to know their teams and ultimately pick a select few of those on, a, on an annual basis to invest in um and then help grow them you know help get them to kind of the next phase of, of growth if you will um with the intention of them eventually becoming you know big prominent businesses and having come in early um, you know, our firm owning a lot and, you know, getting a return off that. And in practice, like a lot of them crash and burn. It's kind of the, you know, hmm. you know, just the truth of our business. It's a high risk, high risk business. Um, but you look for companies that can have, you know, really outsized and interesting outcomes um, that'll be, you know, standalone public entities or, you know, get to hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue and ultimately be acquired. Um, and that's my day in and day out. And it involves a lot of things. It's everything from, um, you know, raising money from investors to um, finding new businesses to invest in, um, to building the companies I've already. Um, that's building's not the right way to put it because when you back a good team and there's momentum with them, typically like my job becomes irrelevant very quickly. Like it's the teams that are doing all the work. Um, but you know, we're there to 
help manage when we can, um, help introduce them to customers, uh, executives to hire, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway. Nice. Um, question, Justin, any questions for Jack about his early life or uh, job? No, no. I think it's just good listening to all of it, Jack. Okay. I think, you know, you get a lot of traits from your parents as you talked about that a little bit. I think you're a good breed of both of them. Definitely into your hobbies like your dad, but man, you can structure something too and check some lists. So yeah. it's been fun just listening to all of it and hearing the stories of your favorite rides, you know, epic ventures, what you do day in, day out. So, Jack, what, um, maybe describe why did it stick cycling? Um, what is it that draws you to it? Yeah, I get asked this a lot. You guys probably do too, I'm sure, right? Like, why do you, why do we spend so much time on bike? Um, and why is it so fun compared to running, which has ever been, always been, you know, just agony for me. Um, and I think it's, for me, like, if you think about the other two primary pillar, like pillars of my life, right? Like family and work, um, especially in my job, like my, my, my job is very, it's, it's very much a sales role. Um, there's a lot of analysis that goes into it, but primarily what I do is sales. Uh, it's either convincing people that we're the right investment partner for them, or it's convincing people that, that uh, you know, help, helping them understand why we can bring them an outsized return on their money and they should invest with us. Um, and when I invest in a company, I don't see anything from that for many years to come. It might take seven, it might take 10, it might take 15 years for a company to materialize. Um, and similarly, like with family, you know, it's a long-term investment. It takes a lot of ups and downs. Um, you don't see, like you get little nuggets here and there of like really cool moments with your kids, but um, you know, it's it, your immediate inputs don't have immediate outputs. And cycling for me is like this safe haven where I can, I know that what I put it, like I get immediate outputs for what I put into it. And there are all these different levers that I can pull on to improve myself. And it's like this amazing release where there's so much like the gratification timeline is like such so long tailed in my other two big parts of my life that it's really nice to be able to have something in my life where, you know, if I, you know, if I add in structured training, if I improve my nutrition, if I lose five pounds, if I, um, you know, there's, there's so many things that I can do to just improve really quickly. Um, and it's, it's nice to have that like short-term gratification that makes sense. a good balance to the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's true. Jack, follow up to that. So yeah. what's kind of on your plan, uh, this season, like, where are you going to find those improvements? Maybe tell us your secret. Yeah, I, I want to know. <laughs> I, I have no secrets. I'm an open book. It's not good. Like uh, it's easy to pass me because you just look at what I'm doing and do it a little bit better. Right. Um, true. I'm happy to chat about any of this stuff, but no, like, um, so in 2022, my big thing was losing weight. Right. Mm -hmm. And I added in some structure, but my big thing was losing weight. Um, 2023, my big thing was improving my structured training. Um, and at the end of the 2023 season, I kind of stepped back and evaluated like, what's the next step for me? Um, and I realized, well, one, my off season needed to be better. Um, and two nutrition was the next big thing. Um, 
and I've always been just horrible at my nutrition. Um, like just uh, Lang and I talk this, we talk about this all the time. Like mm-hmm. you gave me crap all of last year for this crap. Um, anyway, so nutrition was my next big thing. And when you, re- I mean, you guys know this, like when you really like sit down and you want to figure out something in, in cycling, all of the information is available to you online, but it's going to take you hours and tens of hours and months of trial and error to like figure out how to actually implement it. And like, you know, hours of watching YouTube videos and, you know, building your training, you know, your training uh, regimen. And anyway, I, I just finally bit the bullet in October and I was like, Hey, I'm going to hire a coach. I'm going to automate this. I don't want to mm-hmm. spend my life learning this crap on the side. This gets back to my, like, I have time for three things. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is not like earn a, you know, earn a bachelor's degree in cycling while I'm working in sports science, nutrition. And just that's the that's the name of our podcast: bachelor's degree in cycling. That's very good. Okay, so I, look, I automated it. I hired a coach. I hired a nutritionist, um, and like that has been absolute. The the coach thing, like, it's great. It's good structure. It's different than Trainer Road, which is really really nice. Um, and the nutritionist thing is worth every freaking penny. And that's that's something I would highly recommend it. Really nice. Can Mm -hmm. you unpack that a little bit? Me and you have talked about coaching and nutritionists and something I'm pretty interested in, but I keep on, you know, being a little hesitant. Is it going to take the fun out of it? Stuff like that. Maybe unpack that a little bit more worth every penny, what they're doing for you. Oh yeah. So so, uh, tell us more. My, my big thing. So, so look, there are tons of coaches out there and tons of programs. Um, I don't, I didn't spend any time with the local people. I looked at all their websites. I talked to people about them. I didn't, that wasn't really interesting to me. Um, so I, I started looking at kind of the broader global platforms. Um, and the one that really stood out to me was, was education first as like their EF coaching plan. And essentially what they do is um, they take all of their, their pro coaches and, and their nutritionists and they, you know, take all that information and they turn it into like a curriculum. And then they assign those people to you as their coaches. Um, but you're not on like a 30 hour a week pro coaching, you know, schedule you're on. I do like right now I'm like 10 to 12 hours. Right. So it's like very manageable. Uh, I mean, it's a lot, but it's, it's very manageable. Um, and the whole thing is automated for me. Um it's highly customizable, which is nice. I have one-on-one, you know, as much one-on-one time as I want with either my nutritionist or my, my coach. And they, um, you know, change things up as needed. So if I'm sick, like we just like re, you know, Mm. my guy just like reorganizes my plans. If I six weeks before Haleakala call him up and I say, Hey Matt, I want to, you know, I want to get a great time on Haleakala. Let's plan this thing out together. He'll build me a plan to do that. Um, oh. You know, we'll talk about pacing and stuff. And that's really great. And then the nutrition side is just amazing. Um, so I, I, I've, I've gone on and off. I've like tracked my calories throughout the day. Um, mm-hmm. Like for, for a decade, I've done that. Right. Um, and I've used all sorts of platforms and I've done macros and I've done, you know, all sorts of weird funky diets. I've done keto. I've done whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I onboarded with this guy's name's Spencer. Again, he's part of EF, EF coaching. And uh, I onboarded with this guy and we did two weeks of like, hey, log everything you do and then let's talk about it. And I got on my two-week debrief call with Spencer and he was just like, what is wrong with you, man? Like, what? why do you eat like this? What the? 
I have a feeling that's going to be my life. He's going to be like, you're the worst person, like, eating-wise I've ever met. Like you ate six Costco cookies this afternoon. Seriously, yeah. Like, you'll eat nothing, and then you'll eat a freaking whole pizza, right? And then, mm. yeah, you're under your calorie limit, but your fat is through the roof, and your protein's too low, and you're not eating carbs. That was the thing for me. Like, I had it in my mind that if I restricted carbs throughout the week, I'd like main, I'd lose weight and maintain weight better, which is true, by the way. Like you lose weight like crazy if you're really crafty about how you manage those things. Um, but you need carbs for high intensity workouts. And, you know, my training was just in the tank because of it. So we, we totally switched things up. Like we really got my fat numbers under control. My protein's always been pretty good, but, but juiced my carb numbers. Um, and that's been like totally transformative for me all, all across all like across the board in terms of performance, in terms of physique, in terms of general happiness. I eat like bowls of cereal on a daily basis. That's like cool. I, it should be rice and, you know, and, yeah. and potatoes and stuff. But, but yeah, I mean, I was eating a bowl of Lucky Charms when we started this conversation. <laughs> my, my life is very full right now. It's amazing. <laughs> Dude, a Hawaiian bowl of Lucky Charms, that's like eight bucks a bowl. That's like that yeah, not, I'm not messing around. Not here. Cheap. Yeah, it's, it's the premium stuff and half as many marshmallows uh-huh. too. <laughs> um, Jack, maybe talk about. I think, and if you you don't have an answer to this, that's okay. What motivates you the most when it comes to this stuff? Are you looking for? Is this something in your own personal needs, or uh, is it fun to excel? Do you want the glory? Like, what is it about, about, I mean, cause you excel, you're not like a, you're not dabbling in this activity. Yeah. It's a really good question. Um, I love, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a total jerk. Right. So just like bear with me and know that it comes from a place of love, <laughs> but I really, really love beating people. Jason Lang. Oh. People. I just, I love beating, I love beating Jason. I love <laughs> what, when, when I can, I love beating Spangler. It happens like once a season and it's the most <laughs> glorious thing. And I talk about it incessantly to everybody that will listen. Right. Um, I actually have a really good formula for this. I wait until Spangler has done a really hard Saturday, like a real, <laughs> like it's great after Mirror Lake. And then something. what attacks on Monday? And then, and then Monday. Yeah. And then Monday, <laughs> I just let him lead me out. Right. He oh goes, he's all, he puts in 600 watts for five minutes, and I just sit in his draft. And then 20, minute, 20, 20 feet from the, the top, I just freaking speed past him. I flip him the bird. You, you know, like, hey, it. loser. Shouldn't I, shouldn't I? <laughs> you beat me all the time, Jack. You crush me. So, but no, no, look, I, I love getting, like, I love just getting obsessed about stuff, getting better at it. I love improving the process. And I love measuring against everybody on the team. It's so freaking fun. You know, I look, mm. I look at everybody. Like there's that that group of maybe top, like I love I love riding with everybody, but I love looking at the top, you know, ten percent of the people and just like trying to figure out ways to be a little bit better, you know, here and there. And um, I mean, I, I'm kind of in this right now with Corby, right? Where I had there was like a couple of weeks where I really felt like I had Corby nailed on climbs, um, and he must have just been like on a rest week or something. I don't know what it was because <laughs> then last week he just dialed it up or two weeks ago, excuse me, he just dialed it up and just like was putting a minute into me on the Alp and you know, anyway, like I I love that. Right. Like I love watching people improve. I'm always so psyched for them. And then that gets me excited to, to be a little bit better as well. Cool. That was great. Jack, I also think 
to piggyback on something you said earlier in the podcast, and I think you articulated it really, really well. The input that you put in equals the output that you get out. You can actually see that in cycling. And I think that's motivating too. And I think you allude to it a little bit there, but you know, cycling is one of those things that if you really put in hard effort and devotion to it, to your craft, you can see an output relatively quickly. It's not like other things where it takes a decade to see the fruits of your labor. Yeah, I agree. So. Can I just add on that too? Like, I think another really super important thing about, about cycling and about us having like, um, you know, having people to compete against on a regular basis is it's really, really good to lose. Um, you know, I, I don't know, like, I don't know about you guys, but I get in these little bubbles where I get really good at something and I'm just kind of in my own little, you know, headspace. And, and I think I've got stuff figured out and it's, it's really good for me to just get my teeth kicked in, you know, and realize, no, you like, you gotta, you know, you gotta step back and reset and humble yourself a bit. And, um, hmm. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and I just like, I hate, I freaking hate losing. I absolutely despise it. And I'm like, I, I, if, if I, man, I, I like, I still think about a time. Um, this is so stupid. I still think about Monday morning Emmys. Like I'll think about a time I'm thinking right now about a time where a quarter of a mile from the front or from the top <laughs> laying like accelerated past us. And I wasn't really paying attention. And, and he's like, so he was that humble, like, you know how how you could get to the top and you're like, oh, that's a hard day, man. I'm like, good job. You really pushed it. Yeah, he's doing that crap to me. And I was just so pissed. <laughs> I think about that, right? And that motivates. It's been like nine months since that happened. And I'm still kind of pissed that they oh did gosh. that to me. That's you so know? funny. Anyway, I, love, I think losing is really useful. That was a great story. That was fun. I agree. It is a, and the thing is, is you kind of have to be brave. Like you got to be vulnerable and not always make the excuse like, well, I'm not going to go ride with the team or I'm going to do my, oh, I'm doing my own thing. I agree with you, Jack. There is a special part about showing up and getting worked and being like, freak, these guys are getting better than me. And I need to, I need to work or get smarter or lose some weight or sleep better or train better. Um, I agree with you. I love the sport for that. It's a, the whole iron sharpens iron. You know, mm -hmm. we become such good friends and we're all just helping each other improve, become better on the bike, become better dads, become better husbands. We're doing it all the time. So I love that. All right, Jack, um, what are you looking forward to this year? Any races you've really got dialed in? You want to, I don't want to call them a races because sometimes that sets a nasty, um, what no, do you I call them A-races, Okay, okay. What I are you looking forward to? Absolutely. Look, there are things that are very important to me and things that are not. Okay, what's uh, very important in 2024? Lodija continues to be very important for me. Okay, um, okay. Which group I, will you register for? I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I uh, I want to be in Spangler's group um, okay. because I want to not really have to work most of the day. I'm just <laughs> hanging out behind him. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Oh no, no, in all seriousness, like I want to, I don't know. I'll probably be stuck in the three fours. Um, and and that, that could be really, it's a great group. You know, um, I hope we have a similar group. Lang will be out of it, right? He's catted up. Um, and that's too bad, but you know, it'd be nice to, I don't know where Spangler will be. He'll probably be a two by then. Um, and so I, yeah, I guess I'm kind of, I'll probably be in the three fours and we'll see how that turns out. Um, and, you know, time goals and obviously like, like if it's, if we have a good group of, 
of guys from the team uh, again. Like if we have six or seven guys from the team again, uh, I'll want to do a time goal and I'll want to, you know, work with everybody through, you know, at least through Hoback and, and probably through, you know, maybe even through the bridge or something. Right. And I thought that was really cool, super fun. Um, and we all accomplished something really great doing that. So that, that'd be like, yeah. that'd be my dream scenario. Um, you know, teams always break up into different, uh, you know, different categories and stuff. So who knows how that works out. If we do split, I'll have, you know, I'll want to look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not spending 10 to 15 hours a week on the bike to be that, you know, loser coming across the line, 15, 16 places. Um, like I want to win. Right. So <laughs> if it's if not like, what are we all doing if we're not trying to win? Right. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Um, other than Lodija, like everything else is kind of prep for me. Um, okay. And I, I sprinkle in some fun stuff. Um, I'm signed up for Crusher. I don't know that I'll do it. We'll see. Um, I I hate, like I kind of do one big traveling thing for cycling a year that like is a, is a burden on my family. And there's just literally nothing for a four-year-old and a two-year-old to get excited about in Beaver, Utah, it's- right? Um uh, like we could go to the creamery, I guess. Like, that's, that's it's great. not fun. No, it's not fun. <laughs> there's there's uh-huh. nothing there. So I, I did this last year. I signed up and then two days before I looked at my wife and I'm like, I can't do this to you. Like, I'm sorry, I won't do it. Yeah. Um, but I hope to do that at some point. I love Grodio. I just, Grodio is such a, a Never done cool it. and horrible love to day. Yeah. Grodio is awesome. But now I will say like, it's good to finish Grodio the way it's set up at least once. I never want to do that again. Um, there's, if you start in Eden and you go down the Canyon and then you ride everything with everybody else and end in Eden. Awesome. And like you can do the North Ogden divide and come back or something. Awesome. You have no reason to have to go on that stupid exposed fire road. It's like going through Ogden. Like that's horrible. But the rest of Grodio is amazing. And I highly recommend it. Um, so I'll do that. Like Sawtooth was on my calendar before they canceled it. Yeah, um, bummer. Sawtooth's a crazy and amazing race. That was a huge bummer. I'm signed up for the crit series stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to just, I'd like to support that. Um, I'm really excited that they're doing it. I know nothing about crits. I literally don't even know how they work. You did know, you know, like, did you register for the 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 terrible group or the middle group? I mean, well, I should be at the terrible group, but I so should I. So am I. Okay, let's just ride together. Yeah, I think we're all together. in the same group. Let's just ride together, please. I really just don't want to die. Like, I want to support too, but I don't want to crash. And Lane keeps saying, oh, you're not going to crash. You're not going to crash. I'm like, dude, I am going to crash. Like, absolutely, I'm going to crash. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but it's just, it's nice to have that stuff. So I want to be supportive. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, okay. it's probably it. That's good. Very good. Jack, uh, I'll convince you to do a couple more. Come on, we gotta. We, you gotta be in the same group as Lodija, as me and Lane. Oh, yeah. I hope so, dude. I, look again; it just all comes down to family time, right? Yeah. You know, if, if uh, and I love, I love being back before before nine on Saturdays, and that like cuts out a ton of, of races, mm-hmm. right? But, but what I, the got a little buddy coming through. <laughs> what the heck? All right, <laughs> he oh needs to God, give us a wave. It's like a Mission for Impossible movie. <laughs> what? For people listening, someone's just scared. The Hawaiian. Clean the windows. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Right. Oh, hey, bro. What's up, howdy? Hey, bro. Uh, Should I get a comment really quick? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. One more question, then we're done. 
uh, I know you haven't been in it long, but advice to new writers or young Jack, like Jack's just starting off new guy just joins for the first team ride. What do you, what advice are you sharing with them? Yeah, let's split that into two categories. So okay. me, okay. advice for me, um, start biking, right. You know, start at 21 or whatever it would have been. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing how much like gains build on gains in cycling, right. And like years and years and years of training really add up. Um, and I wish, yeah, I really wish I would have done that earlier. Um, you know, not wasted time on like going to the gym, right. And building a bunch of useless mass. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I really wish I would have really wish I would have started that earlier. Um, besides that, like advice for new people on the team, I think it's, it's funny to, I, I went through this too. It's funny to be like the new guy on me Duale where you've got like 150 people on the group chat, right. Of which probably 50 are active. And maybe 30 are like pretty active on the group chat, right? And you immediately like get launched into this. You know, hopefully you have a river guide. You know, you've got like a buddy that's brought you into the team that can kind of show you around, but some people don't, right? Um, and it takes a while to integrate into a community, in any community, right? Like yeah. new school, new job, new, you know, new whatever. It takes time to integrate in. And so I'd say like, first off, be patient um, and, you know, find your people. Also, um, you know, they're out there. It took me probably took me a good two years to find my people. Um, they're not necessarily going to be the people that, you know, you join up with. Um, you know, you'll find people that have quirks like you do and like to train the way you do. And, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's find your people and be patient about it. Um, there's so many subgroups, right. And it's, like there's, there's something for everyone on the team, but again, yeah, navigation is tough. Um, the last thing I'd say is like attack people on the Monday rides. Um, I, I'm, I'm totally serious. Like even if your fitness is crap, like find a spot to just freaking attack and just like do it. Like we get yelled at and still yell at you, right. You know, two or three other people in the cat pack will say like, Oh, you know, measuring on Monday or some crap like that. Cause they're fat and out of shape and that's fine. You know? They're there, so that's fine. Uh, but like, look, attack, attack the group. See where you're at. See what your fitness is, and uh, like, I'll I'll love you for it. You know, it's a reason for us to push. And uh, you'll probably get spat out the back. I get spat out the back all the time, and that's like that's what makes this fun. You know, being part of a team and being part of a group. So, yeah, I've learned, I've learned a lot about you, Jack. This has been really good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody, join us for 6 6 a.m. Monday immigration. It's a great team ride where we all get along and enjoy being together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look, I'm not, look I'm, I'm not coming to these things to noodle along. That's for Friday. Like Friday, we've got big Saturdays coming up. Nice. Um, wear your Hawaiian shirt, wear your jean shorts, you know, going on That's a speaker. Fun. Monday, we're all recovering. And it was like, we're all like, I, I am there to see who is going to be caught off guard, right? Like, that's it. I'm there to wait until Spangler is on the inside and kind of trapped and then, oh you know, gosh. go because he can't get out. That's so funny. <laughs> it's too funny. It's too funny. Uh, Justin, any, anything we missed? What would you like to ask this man before we oh, Jack's covered so much. You made me laugh so hard I cried a couple of times. Uh, you know, Jack, thank you for being on the team and participating being all of our friends. You make all of us a little bit better. Each and every day, not only on the bike, but as, as people. So 
you know, thank you for sharing your wisdom today. I think we learned a lot. I'm going to be defensive now. Every time we ride a bike, looking over my shoulder. Jack's literally planning it out months in advance. I can can see his wattage every time. (laughs) Can I just like pin it to the top of the leaderboard on the right side? Uh, Hey, but uh, it's amazing what I can learn, what I know about you two and everybody else on the team because you're Strava. That's all I'm going to say. (laughs) Well, Justin taught me to load podcasts into ai tools i can i don't even have to listen to podcasts anymore just give me a summary yeah. oh, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do the same thing for your strava profile yeah your ai so, i hope i hope uh, you do very good all right man go, go back to hawaii i can't bear enjoy <laughs> enjoy your day tell the family hi well will do appreciate you guys thanks jack thanks justin yeah, always a pleasure okay fellas see ya Yeah.